we're midday. And yes, we have another Facebook Live with Craig Dunkerley, CEO of Blackthorn Group. Thank you, Craig, so much for being on again. Thanks for having me, Randy. It's always a pleasure. Well, it's absolutely awesome to have you on, as it always is. Um, but I thought today we'd find out a little more, more about who is Craig Dunkerley. Can you give us Ooh. like a little like Cole's Notes story on who you are and a little background on you? Awesome. Yeah, okay. I, I can do that. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into my uh, complete history, my, my whole bio, because we all know bios are boring, right? So I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I do have to share a little bit about uh, where I came from in the uh, corporate world. Uh, I did start out in the corporate world at actually 16 years old and um, worked for a company called uh, Zellers. I'm sure uh, many people remember the uh, company Zellers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no longer around anymore. And um, I worked there for a number of years. Uh, I worked my way up to a store manager and then a senior buyer in home office. But I, I recognized it, it wasn't for me for the rest of my life. Although when I started, I thought I was going to be like 65 years old and retiring from the place and having one of those roast dinners where everybody makes fun of everything you did and what have you. But uh, by the time I was uh, in my late 20s, early 30s, I, I realized that uh, it wasn't for me. And uh, I had to I had to consider taking care of my family. And okay. um, I, didn't, I didn't see that Zellers was going to be around forever. And therefore, if I want to take care of my family, I need to, to do something a little bit different. Okay. Uh, I've always been an entrepreneur. Uh, ever since being a, a young boy, I'd, I'd deliver papers, I'd shovel snow for people. So always had kind of a business going pretty much all my life. And um, although I was working uh, at the Zellers organization, I did do uh, bookkeeping and taxes on the side for people from being early as you know, 12 years old, probably doing my parents' taxes. Remember when we used to do them on paper, right? Yeah, yep. I hung on to that for a long time. So always been interested in money. My, my dad um, always shared money information with me. I, I knew at a young age uh, the mortgage my parents had, how much they paid for the house, the interest when they were paying it down quicker and everything like that. So my dad shared a lot with me about family finances. And I think it's unfortunate that a lot of kids and, and young adults today don't have that information. Okay. And as, as I started to, to grow in the uh, bookkeeping and accounting side of things, after I finally did leave Zellers back in, uh, oh, geez, uh, 2001, I guess, 16 years ago, um, right. I recognized that, that the bookkeeping field and the investing could become my, my plan A, where okay. it was always my plan B, doing it on the side while I worked at Zellers. It became my plan A, and um, I learned a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit of an analytic. If you want to know about Craig Dunkerley, I'm a bit of an analytic. And when it comes to numbers, I'm one of those guys who loves Excel. <laughs> I know not everybody loves Excel. Right, right. But, but I love numbers, and I, and I love taking on a challenge. And when it came to finances and money and numbers, whenever I saw something that, that didn't seem to, to make sense or, or didn't seem right or, or wasn't helping out me or others, I would dig into it and I would find a solution. Uh, from the tax side, it was identifying how people can basically write off almost everything, almost everything right. in their life and um, generate large tax refunds or pay a lot less tax. And then from the investing side, um, back some time ago, I've always invested in real estate. Uh, my wife and I rented out our first house, the basement of it, uh, when we first got married. 
And um, it wasn't long after we bought our second house and rented out that whole house. And then within a couple of years, we had two more duplexes. So really looked at the, uh, the growth of real estate and uh, how valuable it can be as well. Um, I started, uh, and I talk about a lot about this uh, in the book, as I talk about the six phases I talk about. I started to realize that the investments that most people are in weren't doing well and, and weren't getting them wealthy and weren't getting them to the retirement they want. So, so I started to dig into that mm -hmm. and uh, identified um, what's wrong in our investment system today where most people are investing and how it can be fixed. Right. And uh, if I can talk about the, the, the book Empower Women to Succeed, the first volume for, for a moment, uh, getting to contribute into that book was phenomenal. Uh, I was able to, to share a little bit of what I learned uh, from a number of my clients. I talk about six clients in my chapter around the kitchen table. And I talk right. about three who have had massive success. Uh, in fact, they are officially millionaires now. Never thought they would be. And three <laughs> of them who have success. And, and the only difference was mindset. Right? Right. They, they all had the same right. lesson. They all had the, the same information. And the positive mindset of the three that are now millionaires basically took them in that direction. The negative mindset. And, yeah, well, it's awesome. I, I really feel, you know, um, Craig Dunkley, you know, I love helping people. I love helping people. And I recognize, as I mentioned, you know, people aren't getting there financially and they struggle financially. They're scared of it. You know, so many people get their investment statements and don't even open them up. Or they're scared of Revenue Canada, right? They're just systems. They're just programs there for us to work with. And as long as we, we work with them in the right way, legally, legitimately, and, and look for areas where we can benefit, there's lots of areas to benefit, whether it be the tax system or it be the financial system uh, that's out there. And, and most people aren't. So when I, when I got the opportunity to write those story, the story in the uh, book there, I really saw it as a great opportunity to talk to people, put it on paper, and show examples of three people who have found wealth by doing something a little bit different, and three people who haven't because of the blocks in their mind that they have to follow the traditional way they've been taught, or how their parents did it, or what the system tells them, or all they know, right? Too many of us yeah. just follow what we know yeah. as, as opposed to doing something different. And I know that's hard. I know yeah. it's difficult yeah. to, to make those changes from what you're used to. Uh, but well, it is a changing society uh, now. Yes. In, in, sorry, in Odette's uh, program yesterday, they were talking about, uh, we're getting feedback, two of these running at the same time. Um, so in Odette's yeah. program, she was talking about the terror barrier, you know, and we keep hitting that terror barrier. And yes. that's what you're talking about, right? Where these people, yeah. they, they hit that barrier of being horrified. Yeah. And they can't get to the success that's on the other side because they're in their own way, right? Yes. yes. With that negative mindset. And, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and getting away from those negative mindsets. And, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's a negative mindset or like you just say, doing something different. You're, you're hitting a barrier that you've always done and you, you got to leap over it. And once you leap over, it's amazing what you find. The, the, there's another barrier and another barrier, but each one becomes easier. And as you move forward through them, uh, it can be life changing. And uh, as, as, as I do mention in, in my chapter, 
I mentioned, I mentioned that I, I met with these uh, ladies every three months around the kitchen table. And there's a reason for that. Because every, every time we talk about the same things or what's happening or something new, they're getting more information. We're getting more information. And as you build your knowledge, you can make better decisions, I believe. It's not about just telling people what they should do. It, to me, it's about sharing the information and sharing it until they feel they can make a decision that works for them. And, and when that happens, uh, to me, that's a, that's a breakthrough because that's a barrier broken through. Well, I love how you're such a take action person. So not only are you really personable about helping your clients and working with people to make things happen, but you also find uh, problems or challenges that may be in the way and you actually yes. take the time to try to figure them out and find a problem, but then you don't just look at it narrow-mindedly. You say, wait a minute, you know, this can affect all kinds of other different things, and yeah. maybe we can apply it to this and to that, and then you find all kinds of other solutions to other issues. And I just want to ask the people who are watching, and thank you for watching, just say hello to us or ask Craig a question in the comment section because we don't know who you are. I can't uh, call you out uh, if you want to be called out unless you say hello to us, and we'd love to say hello to you. So please type in something there and just say hello, and we know that you're there. Thank you. Yeah, but I love that about you, Craig, because not everybody, um, one, bothers to take the time and build that kind of rapport with their clients, but they're also not visionaries of seeing, you know, one little issue and how can this help many, many, many more people than just one or ignoring the issue altogether and saying, oh, well, yeah. it's a problem and let it go, right? You don't do that. Right. So I love that right. about you. <laughs> thank, you. thank you well you know every problem i think has a solution sometimes more than one solution uh right. you, you bring up a, a good point there too randy of something we just uh worked on recently uh when when i look at taxes when i look at uh investments and finances and and there are still things that need to be solved there we we do know and we did identify that RSPs are a big problem for people. People put their money in these RSPs and get these great tax refunds, and, and that's phenomenal, right? There's other ways to get tax refunds and more efficient yeah. ways, I feel. But um, when it came to that, we recognized that people getting their money out of these RSPs is, is very challenging because right. all of a sudden, if you, you go to an RSP, you want to pull out fifty or 100000 or even worse, you pass it away and, and leave it to your children or something like that. There's a huge tax a huge tax burden on that. So right. we, we broke this down and we started to identify ways to take money out of uh, RRSPs and minimize the tax. So um, we've only been talking about that with our clients now for a few months. It's a great program. Uh, we have a booth at your, at your uh, woman's expo that's coming up. And if anybody out there has uh, money in RSPs and, and you want to figure out how to get it out, and uh, save on the taxes, then, you know, stop by and see us and, and we'll have that conversation and help them out. And I'm not saying you're going to pull the money out of your RSPs and go spend it all, right? It's still for your retirement and everything like that, still yeah. planned. But to, to get it out and not take that 30, 40% tax hit can be huge uh, to help people as they move towards their retirement. So 
something we, uh, we, we worked on recently and we're now bringing it to our clients. So it's, it's awesome. I love it when we, when, we, yeah. when we find, when we identify new strategies and new scenarios that, that can help us out. And that's phenomenal. If anybody has any questions for Craig, please feel free to add them in the comments section. Um, I'll ask Craig uh, if you have any questions because now is tax season. I mean, it's the best time, but it's also planning for the future as well. So if you have any questions yes. for Craig about that, he is the expert on tax planning. That is for sure. So, um, but Craig, what pushed you to want to share and i know you said you had a desire to help other people and, and share uh some of the stories that you had but um you know what were all the reasons for you wanting to become a published author you know somebody asks you and you like them and you say yes okay big deal but you know what are the real reasons for yeah. you wanting to become a published author yeah uh, you know, it, it, it's something that has uh, uh, been in my mind for, for quite some time. Uh, it's probably about uh, seven years ago now. Uh, one, of my, one of my business mentors uh, at one of uh, his events was talking to me about the information I knew, the information that I built, uh, the knowledge I had that I was sharing with my clients and, and with friends and family was, was really valuable. And he basically said it point blank to me, if, if you have information that is valuable to other people's lives, you have to share it. And I was about sharing it, but I was sharing it one-on-one -on -one with people. And when you share one-on-one, -on -one, it takes a long time to, to make a lot of changes. And looking at uh, being an author, writing it on paper, it, it gets it out to a lot more people a lot quicker. And it hopefully, as people read read the book, uh, read the chapter, it opens up their mind to to other possibilities, and and maybe opens up a conversation that we can we can help and and we can help them do better. So, in in the decision to to write in the book, it was really for me solidifying uh, what I know. Uh, I think whenever you put something on paper, you're basically putting it out there that this is information and anybody can read it. Anybody can challenge it. It's out there. So it really solidifies what you do and what you say. Uh, I think when you put it on paper and get it published. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Everybody has a different perspective, right? So it's nice to hear uh, your reasons for wanting to be a published author. And I know you've got so much information. You can probably write hundreds of books uh, if you have the time, <laughs> because well, well that, yeah, that that's very true too, Randy. Um, you know, sometimes you just talked about barriers, right, and breaking through those barriers. Sometimes you have to do something at least once before you actually get comfortable with it. it it's stretching right. yourself, right? And and I do know I I have many more books uh, in me to write, and I've started on writing a, a couple already, Good. but. Before you do one, it, it's an impossible feat. I don't know that I can ever be an author type thing, right? right. But once I, I sat down and I, I had uh, uh, you and Jenny pushing me to uh, get get it going, you know, and you did push, and I appreciate that. I thank you very much. <laughs> once I actually sat down <laughs> and put the information on paper, I was amazed at how easy the information flowed. 
And yeah. when I finished the chapter and, and turned it in and, and did my revisions with the editor, and it was like, wow, I can do that again. And I can probably do it again. So uh, it, it is, it, it did break through a barrier that was probably holding me back. And I, and I thank you guys for bringing me in and doing that. And I'm looking forward to the next book. Well, thank you. Um, Liliana made a comment, said hello. Um, and Liliana is actually in the third book. <laughs> so Craig hello, was in Liliana. the first book. <laughs> so Liliana asked you a question. She wants to know what it was like to be the only male in the book. Uh, that that was uh, pretty pretty cool for sure. Um, you know, it, it was a great feeling right from the very beginning when uh, when you first approached me and and told me you had um, uh, fifteen amazing ladies who were going to uh, write stories in a book and and would I like to contribute? Uh, you know, the whole idea of that project was uh, was pretty cool and pretty exciting. And uh, you know, getting to uh, to meet most of the ladies and, and talk with them and hear their stories. It was very interesting and, and very, um, very educational, I have yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, work, working with a, a, a group of great ladies like uh, authored in the first book with, was just a phenomenal experience. And, you know, I, I'd recommend it to any guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Greg. And we do have a guy in the second book and we have a guy in the third book. But I think, um, you know, it's nice because not that you're doing it for this reason, because I know you're not. But being the only guy kind of puts more attention on you as well. And, you know, what did you write about? What did you talk about? And, you know, what kind of information did you share? And how did you want to help people? Or just the curiosity of why you would want to be in a book called Empowering Women to Succeed, right? And uh, so... Yeah, it, it, it. It, it, it is pretty cool that way. It did bring a, a little bit of uh, extra attention to me probably. And I, I know when the, the book gets talked about and I'm, I'm in the room, I, I get uh, centered out as the only guy in the book. Yeah. So, so that's very cool. But, you know, one of, I, I think one of, the, one of the big challenges for me was um, when I wrote my chapter and I turned it into, uh, into the editor, it was like um, – well, Craig, uh, this really doesn't flow with the other chapters. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Right. Well, the 15 women wrote their stories in this way, and yours was written this way. Well, I'm a man, and I write differently. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I had to get an education on, on how, to, how to write my story so it flowed with the, uh, with the rest of the book. And it wasn't really about changing the stories. It, it was just the writing style that had to change a little bit. So that right. was very, very interesting. And, and fun and, and challenging. It, it was great that, you know, I kind of, I wrote out my chapter uh, and then I went back and, and changed it and made some adjustments to it. And it, it was amazing, again, with the help of, of the editor, how, how easy it was and uh, how right. simple it is once you actually sit down to start writing uh, what you know, what you love, what your challenges are, whatever um, you're, you're putting in your chapter, if you're one of the edit, uh, authors in the next book, is just sitting down and letting it flow. Because I think a lot of us have so much that we can tell people and, and want to tell people, and it's just a matter, a matter of putting that pen to the, to the paper and just letting it flow. And then right. once it's flowed, go back, go back and read what you actually wrote. And it's like, holy smokes, did I write all that? That's what it was like for me. Right. 
but uh, right. yeah, great experience, great experience. Thank you. And people have the opportunity to be in the fourth book. We're working on the fourth book now, which will be Leap. Awesome. But, um, you know, I think it helps, you know, you know, adding to Liliana's question, uh, you know, you get called out at an event or you get called out uh, publicly on Facebook here or you get called out wherever you are the only man, but what it does is it keeps bringing attention back to you and your business. So this can yeah. only be benefiting you, right? As Absolutely. being the only man, right? It just keeps focusing attention onto you. Whereas there's 15 other women who kind of, you know, whether somebody resonates or not with a particular story, you know, they're not necessarily being called out unless it fits the bill of whatever's going on at the time. You being the guy, <laughs> you're kind of always getting called out. So, you know, it's like doing events and being the oddball at an event, like a travel agent at a car show, right? Um, you know. Did you just call me an oddball, Andy? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's okay. No. But you know what I mean? It's like being the different one, right? So yeah. not, yeah. you know what I mean, right? But the different one at the show. So if you're like the travel agent at an auto show, you're not an auto anything, right? Um, right. But people right. will flock to you because you're different and you're, and you're at the show, right? So it's, yeah. it's, it's good marketing. <laughs> I think it's really good marketing yeah. for sure and bringing more attention yeah, it, to you. It, it definitely has, and um, uh, I, I've had a number of people uh, who've read the chapter talk to me about uh, what they've read in it and, and how interesting it was and, and opened up their mind to new possibilities. But just to expand on what you said there a little bit uh, more, I know a lot of people go out and, and they write their own book or try to write their own book. And one of the things that I found one of the major benefits, and, and I recognize going into this, and, and I've seen it even more so since, is the fact that I was an author, whether male or not, in a book with 15 other people, all of a sudden I had 15 people plus myself promoting this book. Right. So when I talked about sharing my story, if I wrote a book all on my own and I shared that book with people, it's a limited market I'm going to get to and it'll take time. Where right. all of a sudden, not only am I sharing the book, but 15 women are, 15 other authors it really took the book to a, a whole new level, I think, of how many people actually bought it, got copies of it, read it. And that's far more exposure of me and my business and what I can do to help people, which I think was huge in right. bringing people or people to me. So, um, yes, being a man got me centered out. But I think when you really look down of it, just being in a book with other people who all have the same mindset to take this book to a new level yeah. It is fantastic. And, you know, the book went to um, to bestseller, international bestseller on Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. that, that was phenomenal. And um, it really, it really feels good to be a part of a project like that. And I, I commend you on continuing it. Uh, oh, thank you. Heading now, heading now into, into your fourth series mm -hmm. of, or fourth book of the series. That's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So congratulations to yourself. Well, thank you. So I, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, you know, 
we always have an editor and anytime someone talks to me and tells me about, you know, a book project they're doing or they're writing their own book and I always ask them, you know, what process are you doing? What editor are you using? And sometimes they're, they haven't thought about using an editor. And one of my strongest suggestions is use an editor. So the one we've been yeah. using for empowering women to succeed is Jenny McKeg, who's fabulous. So I want to know a little bit, if you can tell us a little bit about your experience working with Jenny as an uh, editor. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, we, we had a little bit of a chat before uh, I sat down to write the chapter and uh, getting an idea on, on what I was going to write about and how I was going to write it. And I sat down and I, I did my full chapter. And uh, then did my own little edits to to make sure I, I had all the hadn't missed words and had right. decent grammar and stuff like that. And then I turned it into Jenny, and um, it was probably you know a little bit later in the day or the next day where Jenny basically uh, calls me up and says, "Craig, uh, I really like what you wrote. The information is absolutely fantastic, but it's not going to work for the book." Right. <laughs> I was like, "What?" As well, we've kind of got a flow to the book of, of the 15 women, as I was kind of saying. And she says, we need your chapter to kind of flow with the theme a little bit more as it is. So it fits in better. So I said, wow, OK, so what do you want me to do? She said, rewrite the chapter. I said, what? Rewrite the chapter? <laughs> and um, she, she took some time. Uh, she actually spent uh, probably about 30, 40 minutes on the phone with me, kind of just walking through what I'd written and how I'd written it. And, and how I could modify it and how I could adjust it. Didn't change any of the information. All the information stayed the same. It right. was just how it flowed through the chapter. And I was absolutely amazed at her thought process and, and what she right. was saying in her suggestions. And it made it that the, the rewrite that I did took me all of a, maybe two hours. I, I just sat down and banged it back out with her suggestions, turned it back into her, and she says, okay, you got it. So her, her guidance, her coaching that she gave me was so spot on, so spot right. on. When I, left that, when I left that call, I understood exactly what she needed, exactly what she wanted, and boom, was able to, to go do it with no challenge. So uh, an editor, wow, yeah, what a difference. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, because I think it's really important, especially – um, you know, not only for the flow of your chapter, but the flow of the whole book and to make something cohesive and, you know, um, enjoyable for the user when they're reading the book and reading the individual chapters that you have a proper editor. And there's lots of editors out there, right? And I'm not knocking anybody, but definitely have somebody who's experienced or who has other education um, that just kind of puts them above the bar so that yes. you do have a quality piece that you're putting yes. out there. And uh, I think that's really important, right? Yeah, it was, it was really clear uh, talking with, with Jenny as she was working me through uh, what I was writing, what I'd written. It was very clear that she had exceptional experience mm -hmm. and knowledge in what she was doing. Yeah, the guidance was mm -hmm. phenomenal. So well, there you go, Jenny, a nice plug for you <laughs> from both of us. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it was awesome. But I yeah, I want to thank you, Craig, for sharing with us today because you are, you know, I know I could talk to you a hundred times and I'll get 
different info out of you every time. Uh, this is tax season. If anybody's looking for somebody to help them with their taxes, get tax suggestions, investment ideas, uh, definitely reach out to Craig. You can comment here or uh, PM him directly. He will have a booth at the Toronto Women's Expo on March 29. So message me and we will send you a link and uh, our message Craig, he can send you a link as well. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to have you guys. So thank you for being part of the show. Awesome, thank and, you. And thank and, you for uh, being And continue with, with the book, um, I'm sure uh, Maria and Liliana, they'll have a, a booth at the Expo as well. If I, I'm sure there's some people on today uh, that are maybe interested in authoring or, or writing their own book. So uh, I would expect that Maria and Liliana will be at the, at the show and have a booth if they want to talk to them as well. Yes, they will. They will. Thank you for that, Craig. So, yes, they will be there. Um, some of the networking time is over the lunch period. So I do suggest that you guys grab a hot lunch buffet or even the VIP lunch. You definitely want to stay and network with people. It's a nice two-hour lunch window to schmooze, get to know Craig's team really well, get to find out how you can become a published author with Marie and Liliana at the show. And there'll be so many other exhibitors and people to connect with. I really suggest you stay with us and have lunch. It's affordable and you won't lose your parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always a concern, <laughs> right? And the, net, the network, networking sessions are great, right? When you've got that time, you know, if you if you if you're at the show anyways, right? You know, why not grab the lunch? Why not spend the time with the people who are there and, and actually, you know, build those relationships, right? Build those relationships because uh, to me, that's what it's about. The more relationships build, the the more people we can help, the more we can share. Exactly. And thank you. And, you know, that's what it's all about, right? It's making those connections. And all it takes is the right one connection to open unbelievable doors for you. So thank you, Craig, again, for thank being you. on with me. I look forward to having you again. And awesome. we will be podcasting this too. So <laughs> if you want to listen to it while you're in the car you can listen to it on the podcast <laughs> thank you craig thank you everybody thank you, for listening thank you have a great okay, day have a, you too okay, okay. ciao